Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. Activities here have risen to a high boil. We just passed the halfway point on calving. The weather is supposed to be better by this time of year. The spring high school rodeo season is off and running, or in our case, bucking. My sons Wyatt and Zane are both riding saddle broncs, and Wyatt graduates from high school next Saturday. Beth told both boys they had to skip Saturday's Burwell Rodeo because of graduation, which is too bad because it's one of the closest ones. Wyatt took a little pressure off of himself last week down in Imperial by getting a qualified ride his first time out of the gate. That lets him into the state finals, which will be in June. Zane covered his bronc, but he blew a stirrup. He thinks the rule about getting disqualified for losing a stirrup doesn't make sense because it's not any easier to ride without one. He'd sure like to sneak up to Burwell since a good share of the other bronc riders are not dedicated enough to skip high school graduation in order to be there. Zane, I have some advice for you. Don't poke a mama bear with a stick when she's hugging her honey. Since we're on the subject of advice and bronc riders, let's listen to my, what my friend Dave Stamey has to say on the subject. Dave calls this one Talking Bronc Ballet Blues. At a hack stable or a branding pen, any place you might find some bow-legged men, ask any old hand, he's bound to say he's got the answer to the Bronc Ballet. If your pony breaks in two, there are certain things a fella needs to do. If you follow his advice right down to the letter, your buck-off average is bound to get better. The only problem is you can't find two in a thousand of them who'll tell you the same thing. There's those who'll tell you it's in your seat. And the way a fella holds his feet, you gotta sit back a little and drop your heels. Try it one time, son, see how it feels. Others say the thing to do is jerk him sideways a time or two. Pull his head around to the left or the right and break his momentum. He'll give up the fight. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to stay loose. Others say to rake some fur, get aggressive, use your spurs. Just jab them gut hooks into his side and bust him into a run that's easier to ride. Probably won't go through a fence. Stay relaxed now, don't get tense. And if he happens to run you up underneath a tree, remember decapitation is preferable to a buck off, because that can be embarrassing. Don't worry, part, I bet they can sew that ear back on. Some call it shameful to grab the horn, others say there is no scorn. For those of us who have to go pulling leather because staying aboard is always better. Problem is it happens way too fast, ain't got a chance to grab your slack. Gives a grunt, he leaves the ground, farts you off, and drags you around. It's hard to catch your breath when that happens. Thing is, the guys that tell you this stuff, they kind of like it when things get rough. They say they don't want you to break your neck, but they 
do enjoy watching a good wreck. They've been bucked off themselves a time or two. Ain't about to make it any easier for you. And the secret they're keeping to themselves, of course, the best way to handle a snorty horse is let some other idiot ride him. If you see your stirrup slapped together above the saddle horn, you're probably bucked off. Thanks, Dave. Even an old guy like me can use some of that advice. I figured out this week why older cowboys are sometimes called pops. It's the sound they make when they move their shoulders or get up out of a chair. Have a great week. Please join me next time for another edition of Homegrown.